Uh, and we're here with uh, with Murray Udis. Udis? Udis. 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 I don't get it. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Uh, welcome to I Don't Get It, the podcast about dance. Hey, we are uh, broadcasting here from the Expanse Movement Arts Festival from the ATB Arts Barns in Edmonton, Alberta. And uh, we are here, not well, we're broadcasting live for ourselves right now, but not live on the internet quite oh. yet. We're going to get it up as soon as we possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we are in a, in a tiny tent sequestered in, uh, in the Westbury lobby. And, uh, and we're here with, uh, with Murray Udis. Udis? Yudis. 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 Well, my father, my father never, like, Utis would be the right way to say it, but my dad didn't like that and decided that Yudis would be the way to say it. And you are the festival producer of Expanse. I am the festival producer of Expanse, and we are 10 years old, dude. It is the 10th anniversary of Expanse. I cannot believe it. I I also feel like I have been covering the festival for almost 10 years now. It is incredible Mm -hmm. to see how how things have grown. How did it grow, Marie? How did you start? Well, (laughs) we started in 2004. Uh, You know what else it does mark, you guys? It's a little bit sadder, is that it marks also the 10th anniversary of the Grant McEwen Dance Program not being around. Right. Of course. Which was the impetus of what brought this about, right? Mm -hmm. Amber Brodsik and I. Uh, And then we got crazy, and we actually put the first two years of this festival in our living room playhouse at Azimuth Theater. Like a 14 by 20 freaking stage we put dance on. There a was movement a, fest. A, yeah. a, a movement arts festival in our little theater, and it worked, mm-hmm. right? And so the first impetus of it, we kind of went, well, is it, um, I heard of a, a, a program they were doing in Vancouver called uh, uh, Dance for Small Spaces, mm-hmm. right? So we kind of mirrored it after that. But the community was pretty hungry, and they filled the theater. They filled the theater too much. We were turning people away. People were like, we just didn't have the room, and the dancers wanted more room, and I was like, this thing actually is going to work and we're going to grow and then the third year went to catalyst and that was a fantastic festival but we couldn't settle on dates with catalyst you didn't know whether we were gonna and i kind of wanted to mm-hmm. with the festival you kind of want to land it somewhere where you never know it's gonna be the first week of this or or the end of the month uh, uh every year at the end yeah, of you june get whatever block during the season right where yeah. it's sort of like a reliable chunk you know the festival is going on at this time yep yeah. and totally enter bradley moss who gave us a home at theater network then and we were three seasons at Theater Network. And again, uh, <clears throat> love the company, the space, dance for me, uh, movement, put the artist on the floor, raise the audience, right? So at the Roxy, different mm-hmm. way around, right? Yeah, Roxy's sort of like a vaudeville proscenium where mm-hmm. the, the, the stage is sort of eye level or shoulder level to the audience who's seated uh, lower down. So right. it's so here when we are at the you know say the Westbury we're all above the floor and we can see the dancers from the ground up it's not you're looking up at the dancers you're looking kind of down on the entire body and and seeing the floor as well which is a really kind of an ideal way to watch sort of the the intimate dance that we see at at Expanse uh, I think yeah no and I and I agree with that too and and I'm a, also a fan of a, a a little bit of a thrust I've always kind of liked that idea dancers want that proscenium. Uh, for sure, right? Because they want the alley lighting, they want the, they want the shins, they mm-hmm. want that kind of idea. But a lot of them still will play that thrust. You know, they will come out, but they will use their other lines where for when they need it. But I cannot believe how much we have grown 
in the 10 years to what this festival is now. And, you know, <laughs> trying to make a joke with it, but, but we have expanded. We've right. expanded in a lot of different areas, right. in a lot of different ways. And, and what do you think it is that makes uh, Edmonton, like, so hungry for dance, uh, especially since such a flagship program did end 10 years ago as the as the Grant McEwen program. But, you know, audiences seem really very into it. We have a, a healthy scene. We have a lot of new companies coming into it. Yeah, and we have a lot of dancers moving back to Edmonton after moving away for a while. So so what do you think is, is really kind of leading this charge? I think that our city is the one place that you can create and 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 you are supported and you are able to um, whether it's an ad hoc group you're putting together a co-op or whatever it is you can make it happen and you know people are going to support that great absolutely right so I would say that that's the biggest that's the biggest thing our, our audiences come and they know that it's going to be all right well, these guys are going to be new they're going to be weird they're going to do things but they know that that there's there's creation to be had right so and audiences are willing to take a chance on something that's a little different a little left of field yes Yes, they really are. Like uh, our festival city, and I think one of our flagship festivals in the Fringe is very much that. You get everything like under the sun that is going to be be put on a stage. It's probably going to happen at the Fringe at some point, and people flock to that festival, you know? And the fact that we love our festivals in this city, too, is another big thing, you know? One of the things that I've tried to do with Expanse that I want is like once we open, there's always something going on. So whether you're coming out of the theater after seeing a show, you're gonna to come to the lobby and there should be a surprise there for you as well. And you can choose as the audience to engage as much as you want, or you know, if you need to have a beer, you need to go to the bathroom, you need to do whatever you gotta do for yourself, you're able to do that. I had a couple people come to me last year at the close of the festival and said, I had the most amazing experience, Murray, because I took in everything you had to offer and it was something from the time the festival opened to the festival closed. I heard you say that and I didn't know if I believed you, but I've now experienced it and I went, that was really cool. I liked that. Okay, awesome. Now, Merman, you have to tell us sort of some things that we can look forward to at the festival specifically. We know that, I mean, of course, we'll be in the lobby for some amount of the time looking for audience feedback and and dancer feedback as well. We're going to try and interview as many artists as possible. But um, what what do you think that we should be like setting our sights on seeing? What should we make time in our in our audience viewing schedule for? Okay, well, for those that uh, need that local flair, you have to come to the Raw program on Saturday and Sunday. I the mix in this program this year, you guys, is an amazing balance between dance and physical theater. And you're starting to see in these, like, so the raw program is born out of the fact that it's like, this is where you can see the start of a creation, right? Mm-hmm. Whether, like, however formed it is, it could be as, as, as infant as, like, a brand new eight minutes that something like the festival director did, which I did do, and Allison Dicey's in it. Um, to, That's called the uprights, yes. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to then our newly graduated uh, wonderful gal who's got her piece going on here too, and I am a big fan of Nancy Magalier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was, there's a piece that she's been wanting to do, so she knows what it's going to be, and I said, well, bring me a little bit about what it is now. Like, get something. She goes, oh, okay, Murray, fine, right? So she started that. Uh, and the Good Women Dance Collective, who are uh, a really strong piece of this festival now. They've been around with us for now five years, and they're connected in so many ways. What I've loved watching about them is that like, they're a dance collective, and their work is starting to have so much 
text and physical theater and narrative. There's an influence of a crossover that's happening with them. And, you know, and I'm really super excited to see them go down that path, you know? And the Good Women Dance Collective um, has an award that they give out, or I'm not sure if it's that they give out or if it's just named after them, but it is part of the Expanse Movement Arts Festival that there is an award given out to a, a newcomer for a new work to create at the next festival. Mm-hmm. And at last year's festival, it was Tatiana Cheladin. Yes. Um, I hope I'm saying her last name right. right. Chaladin. Chaladin. There we go. Um, but um, And now she's producing her her work this year because she was given that award last year. She was given that opportunity mm-hmm. to produce. Um, so so that's another thing that the good women have also sort of brought to the table. So and it was, it was something that we had that went away because it was like we had a title sponsor. And one of the things when talking to that title sponsor of what they wanted to do, I said, well, we're a creation-based festival. Let's give away an award to help support and see if we can't foster getting some people money to be able to actually create. And then we'll give them the venue to be able to come and, and, and show that creation. So the, 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 he really liked it, but then that title sponsor ran out and that money was no longer there. And that's where the good women entered and said, well, we can't let it go. And I went, well, if you guys are going to bring that to the table and we could talk about this, then I want to name this award after you and have you guys present it each year to whoever it is you choose that's going to you know, lead that charge. And Tatiana is the first year, so, and I said what I will do is I'll reserve a spot for them in the RAW program in the next year. I will help them support with space, and I will give them a place to perform that piece, and let's help them uh, get some grants and get some money to be able to actually you know, have the funds to create an entire piece that can come and perform at our festival the following year. Wow, wow. Um, so other than the RAW program, um, what, what do we have on tap? Do we have any visiting artists coming to town? We have a couple groups. We have uh, uh, Pam Zeng, who came to us last year. Um, she danced with, uh, with, with Helen. Uh, she's fantastic. She's brought us a solo. And uh, Dave Fraser, expat, now living in Calgary, um, is the lighting designer. And uh, you guys, you have to see this piece. Like if you at all are fond of dance, the way that the lights and the movement meet each other in this piece is like, it's quite breathtaking actually. And then another gal that I have been fond of for a very long time, <laughs> fond of, fond of uh, yeah, yeah, um, get it, get it, get it, yeah. Dana Peters is her name and she lives in Vancouver. So she brought uh, a company, she was um, commissioned by Edam to uh, uh, do a piece and she created a piece called New Raw. And it's an exploration of, uh, of the female, of like, you know, what they yearn for, what, what they go through and, and all their struggles. And, and this piece, uh, stunning. Like, so I would say, come see our visiting artists. And what we did this year too, is we combined the visiting artist with a local artist. And as tonight showed with, with Raina and Pam going together, that that's such a wonderful thing. Cause Raina brought a whole crew with her and then everybody gets to see a local as well as somebody from out of town, and and like I think that's a good marriage to start to look at. So I'm gonna, you know. Yeah, one of the pieces I'm really excited to see is I've heard that um, Mark Shalafu and Raina Waddell have kind of like collaborated on some video 
and dance piece together. And um, of course, two like local absolute favorites that we see in the dance world um, often. Mark Shalafu is like the sort of quintessential Edmonton dance photographer. Yep, yep, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, and Reina Waddell, um, who I think maybe I haven't actually seen a new work from in a year or two, uh, who is a beautiful dancer. I'm really, really stoked to see it. What's her piece called? Um, here now. Here now. You bet. Uh, she, it's great. The piece is great, and the connection of those two. Mark's starting to get into making some films now, right? And he's very interested in dance film, like like film on dance, just making it happen, right? And so to see them, you know, collaborate together. And here's something, you guys. Um, technically, Raina Waddell has been in all ten festivals. Wow. All ten. Whoa. I know that is. Be. It's own special award, just yes. something, yeah. Yes, right. And I, and I gave, I gave in the opening ceremonies tonight. I gave a shout out to that. I was just like, because Rain and I were talking, and I realized, Raina, wait a minute, you have been in every single festival, haven't you? So, it's, well, technically, yes, Mary, because she'd hurt herself and had an injury, and didn't perform in last year's festival, but had a piece that her and Mark had made that ah. I showed at the festival. So I'm like, no, you performed at a festival. You just did it on the film medium. Yep. Right. So. Absolutely. I was like, that's um, awesome. Well, so there you can start your wall of Expanse alum, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raina would be on every single panel yep. of every year. That's great. And, uh, another thing that we did too, celebrating our 10 years, is we reached out to the artists uh, that have been in our festival and said, okay, guys, um, like, I love how you guys' blog is about this, right? We said, tell us something about creation. Tell us something about. Uh, um, what it takes for you to, or what you go through to create and, and tell us a little bit of something about dance. And we got back these wonderful videos. So what we've done is we've uh, put them all up onto, onto YouTube and you can access them through our website and go and check out what they have to say. And then I've also had uh, um, uh, Matt Sherman, who's also super awesome, uh, pull them offline and, and build me some videos that we're showing as part of the RAW program. Uh, we split them into two groups and they'll tag the top of each of the RAW program to show these videos of these artists, uh, past and present, that have been involved in our festival. Oh, and we got some heavy hitters, awesome. we, got some, we got some newcomers. It's really, really cool, man. That's great. And so the RAW program is showing at 2 p.m. on both Saturday and Sunday? Yes. All right. Um, and the uh, the other programs that we've got are scattered through the nights on Friday, Saturday evening. You bet. Anything else we want to plug, man? I know that there's a couple things that don't actually show up in the program. We got a lot of things don't show up in the program. That's again, yeah. but I love to do about those. I'm like going, get down here and find out those surprises, right? Step into a little tent here and uh, have a little conversation with somebody. Walk into the CE boardroom. We got a little project called Side Door, Side Show, and come on by and see what special things are gonna happen there. We're gonna have installations going on in the lobby. And then on Saturday night, you guys, we're gonna bust it out with the almighty turtlenecks and have a little dance party. Wicked, wicked. And I also hear that there's gonna be a naked man in the lobby at some point. We'll probably end up throwing him into the tin and talking to him as well. I hear his name is Tony. <laughs> I haven't heard this at all. This is new information to me and thrilling. Yes, thrilling we, we are definitely gonna have some cock and balls on a Friday night. Great. 
Absolutely. You heard it here first, folks. Cock and balls on Friday night. <laughs> and we were so excited. Um, well, thanks so much for coming and talking to us, Marie. And thanks so much for having I Don't Get It um, at Expanse Festival. Because I think that I, we hope that Dance Dialogue is is also um, on on the platform with, with dance and dance audiences as well. So that's like, it's really cool for us to be here. Well, what I look forward to is like where you guys are going to be in this podcast 10 years from now. <laughs> as, you know, we might have a tent the size that Free Will could use it if they ever run out of a space again, right? Yeah, right. right. Also, if you've heard the plight of the Free Will Shakespeare Festival, <laughs> go to freewillshakespeare.com, check it out. If you can give them help, please do. Um, again, Murray, thanks again. We're uh, going to be here at the Arts Barns with Expanse Movement Arts Festival all weekend. All weekend. Um, in some form or another. Form awake or, or not, I may awake actually just sleep in the tent with my moccasins. We'll see how it goes. Um, again, um, Murray is uh, the festival producer of yes. Expanse. And if you have any problems or issues, you can just email him at murray at asthmatheater.ca. Yes. And uh, <laughs> last thing I'd like to close with, I'd like to, I think what I'd want to hear from this blog, it would be Fonda describing a movement piece that Paul is doing. I think that that'd be very good for all the listeners out there if she was to describe Paul busting a move at some point. All right. Um, well, we'll see what happens. I, I, I think I may actually be able to describe Paul getting in and out of the tent. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's an art form all its own. <laughs> By the end of the weekend. Okay, um, everyone, thanks for listening to our opening night uh, podcast. Um, we're going to talk next to Nancy McAleer about her piece, Blue Eyes, Black Hair, um, which features like a whole collaborative collective of amazing Edmonton people. And um, not she's just dancers in that either. Not no, just it's dancers. A weird, it's an eclectic mix of artists of all stripe. Exactly. So she's going to pop into the tent next. And, uh, yeah, thanks all. Hello, Expanse fans. I'm sitting here with Nancy McAleer. And um, we're going to just talk a little bit about uh, what she's got going on for Expanse. She's presenting a piece called Blue Eyes, Black Hair, which I believe is a collaborative piece. Uh, Yes. I have, um, it's something that actually that I wanted to do for a very long time, almost 30 years. I've been thinking about this piece. Um, wow. And uh, I um, assembled a, uh, an excellent cast, and then I brought on uh, Vincent Forcier to sort of co-direct and uh, co-choreograph. And um, that's, the, that's the team. Uh, Matt Simpson, Ainsley Hilliard, and Liam Cody are all performing in it. Wow, that sounds pretty neat. Um, can you give me an idea of where maybe Edmonton audiences have sort of seen your work before or um, sort of tastes of maybe like the sort of work that they've seen you do in Edmonton? Absolutely. Um, the uh, The last piece I directed was Pool No Water at uh, the Tim Center. That was my MFA thesis production. Oh, I heard so much and about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I also directed um, a show for Wishbone Theatre called Parlor Song at the Fringe a couple of years ago. And I've also been acting in A Christmas Carol at the Citadel for the last two years. Um, so those are probably the most recent things. Wow, can I ask what role you played in The Christmas Carol? Yes. Um, I have uh, a number of roles. I play Mrs. Blum, Mrs. Fezziwig, the laundress, and the voice of the ghost of Christmas past. Whoa, like all that. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, well, so can you said you've had this uh, blue eyes, black hair piece on your mind for a long time. So where did the kernels start? How did, how did this piece come into your life? 
Um, it's actually inspired by a novel of the same name, written by Marguerite Duras, who's a French novelist. And I read the, I read the novel probably when it came out in 1989. And um, I just... When I read it, I just saw it as a sort of movement physical theater piece as soon as I read it. And just time went by and life happened and I never sort of never had a chance to work on it until Marie called me up and then I had the opportunity and I thought, I might as well just jump on it, see if it's, it may be something that I want to expand into a, a longer piece. So this has been a great opportunity to try it out and experiment and see if it's viable. Wow. Um, so why did you, uh, well, the certain collaborators that you've had on this piece, um, why did you uh, decide to pull them in? I know that Matt Simpson is a photographer and Liam Cody is a spoken word artist as well. Ainsley Hilliard, of course, we know from Good Women Dance Collective um, and was also featured in Pool No Water. Um, so, so what was it about these collaborators, as well as Vince Forcier, of course, um, what was it about this particular group of people that you wanted to pull together? What did you want to take from each of them? Um, well, I think um, it sort of boils down to people that I like to work with, who I know have certain abilities in terms of um, uh, the being comfortable with their bodies, moving well, and being collaborative. Because a lot of a lot of I don't necessarily choreograph in a traditional sense. I like to create opportunities for the performers to generate their own movement and then I shape it and choose what I like and throw out what I don't like and, and so I want people that I know are going to be able to offer something and of course uh, having worked with Ainsley and Vince I just loved working with both of them so much on, on the last show that I would work with them again anytime so so if you were to sort of describe maybe um, to an audience member what they might see in Blue Eyes, Black Hair, um, what, what sort of a show is it? What, what can they look forward to? Um, it's very moody. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it's basically a story about a man who sees very briefly another man with black hair and blue eyes and he falls instantly in love with him but also knows that he will never see him again, so he becomes extremely depressed. Then he meets this woman who also has blue eyes and black hair, and they enter into a contract where she will come and spend nights with him. And he has no, no attraction to women, but through her, he keeps the memory of the man alive. So it's, um, this is a very, obviously, very condensed version of, of everything that's in the book, but um, it's, basically about longing and obsession and loneliness and um, so not light topics but um, super deep stuff yes <laughs> yes it's a little existential um, but I think I think um, I think what we've sort of put together has been pretty faithful to the novel at this point and yeah well wow, that's great um well thanks thanks for like telling us about all that I'm I'm super stoked to see it and most of the stuff I expense is there anything um, else at the festival that you're really excited to see or that you're really curious about um, I'm actually excited to see everything I can um, because for me right now sort of moving into the physical theater realm is fairly new so uh, I like to see as much as I can just to get all influences in my brain and because and, um, I love to keep working in this area so 
Yeah. Great. Well, thanks a lot, Nancy, for guesting on I Don't Get It. And um, maybe throughout the festival, we'll have you come in and uh, review something that you saw, if you're cool with that. <laughs> well, we'll see. I'll have to see them first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Live from I Don't Get It, that's Nancy McAleer. I Don't Get It was recorded live as part of the Expanse Movement Art Festival at the ATB Arts Barns. It was recorded and edited by Andrew Paul. Our theme music is Mountain Time by Ghibli, and you can check out more about Ghibli and his greatness at ghibli.bandcamp.com. Sitting here thinking.